delighted to be joined now by DCU Doka Saren and Kilkenny hurler Adrian Mullen as he looks ahead to the upcoming matches and rivalries across the Electric Ireland GAA Higher Education Championships. Through its hashtag First Class Rivals campaign, Electric Ireland will continue to celebrate the unexpected alliances that form between county rivals as they come together in pursuit of some of the most coveted titles across Camogie and GAA. Adrian, how are you? Very good, how are you? Yeah, all good, all good now. Um, obviously, the Fitzgibbon Cup, you've been grouped with Mary I and SETU. Carlo, looking forward to the game away in Limerick now on January the 25th, I think it is. Yeah, exactly. It's on um, the 25th, so I think three days after the Club All-Ireland Finals. So, um, yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much, but uh, obviously I have the, the Club All-Ireland to look forward to. But, yeah, look, looking forward to travelling down to Limerick to uh, play Mary I. Um, obviously we, we played Mary I down through the years as well like so um, it's always a tough place to go uh, and get a win down there Yeah and you'll also be coming up against SETU Carlo and your fellow Ballyhill Shamrocks club man Owen Cody have you ever played against him before? Have you ever played against him? Nah, only, <laughs> only in training I'd say so uh, yeah that'll, that'll be an interesting interesting one And obviously now for, as a hurler you're involved in so many different things the Shamrocks as you mentioned the All-Ireland Final coming up you have colleges side of things and then you'll be looking forward to the Inter-County is it just about kind of taking the next game as it comes and not looking too far ahead? Yeah exactly um, you can't really get sidetracked you know you kind of have to just take um, each game as it comes and the way it's, uh, it's working out the Club All-Ireland is, is, bef- is before um, the Fitzgibbon so uh, that's probably the reason I haven't really talked too much into the game so um, yeah look you just take each game as it comes and that All-Ireland final of course is on Sunday against uh, Dunloy at Crow Park at half past one throwing how are the nerves ahead of that one? Um, yeah look not too they haven't really kicked in yet I suppose um, we're still just um, preparing preparing as best that we can for the game um, so yeah the, the nerves will probably kick in uh a few days uh, closer to the game like so um, yeah we're just training train as hard as we can at the moment and is there a real determination to right the wrong and to regain the All-Ireland after the nature of last year's defeat to Ballygunner in the final I think yeah 100%, 100% like um, never never nice to, to lose an All-Ireland so um, look we we set our goals at third year and one of them was to, to get back to the All-Ireland and look we're back there now so hopefully we can uh when it and obviously to get to the All-Ireland you had to win the County Championship and the Leinster Championship something that maybe hasn't been spoken about a lot because you obviously had to progress on after the County Final the five in a row what did that mean to you as a senior team I suppose first and foremost and then for the whole club in general yeah I suppose it, it gave um, the whole club a, a huge lift um, it was obviously we made history doing the five in a row like it's never been done before so um yeah, just seeing everyone around around um, the parish of Ballyhill just, you know, smiles on their face after, like, because um, obviously we achieved something great. So, um, yeah, that was probably the best part about it. And I was talking to Evan Shefflin recently and he said that there's been an extra edge to you this year. Would you agree with that? And does that come off the back of the All-Ireland final defeat last year to Ballygunner? Yeah, I suppose it's probably natural enough um, to have a, a kickback, you know, just after after losing all Ireland like so um yeah, I don't I don't know what position we'd be in now if if we had to win last year, but look, um these things happen and uh we definitely we definitely did have the hunger this year to, to try and first of all win the, the county championship and then 
to win Leinster and then to obviously um, get back to an All-Ireland final. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably where the hunger came from. And this is a fourth All-Ireland final appearance in a row, of course, for this great team, it must be said. Um, you're looking for your third victory in four. Do you ever think about maybe individually, or I'm sure it's not spoken about as much, but do you ever think about maybe what your legacy as a team will be going forward? Because already, and you are quite a young team, yourself and Cody, Evan Shefton, as I mentioned, are all at a really good age at the moment. Do you ever think about what the legacy of this team could be moving forward? Um, yeah, I suppose the year that was in it, we it probably did cross our minds, like you know, because um, we knew if we if we won the five county championships in a row, uh, we would leave kind of a legacy behind us or or whatever. Like so, um, I suppose that did cross our minds coming into it, and obviously it was a big year for the club, uh, the 50th anniversary. Like so, um, to mark the 50th anniversary with the five row um, was definitely something special. And obviously Pat Hoban has come in as manager this year along with his backroom team. How imperative have they been in terms of lifting you up after that all earned final defeat and going again and making it back to the biggest day of them all? Um, yeah, to be honest, the, the, the lads have been brilliant. Um, so Pat Hoban, the manager, Jimmy Marr, the coach, and uh, Niall Lacey is our, our fitness man. Like, so they, they've been great. Um, they've really kept things fresh. Like, because um, obviously, you know, We've been on the road there a few years, like so. Um, I think it was important to keep that freshness in us, like so. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't speak highly enough then, but look, we still have we still have another couple of weeks, you know, to to finish off this uh, this campaign, like so. Um, yeah, we, we'll concentrate on those on on the next game. And of course, it's a family affair for yourself as well. Many brothers playing. One of them is Paddy. Um, he's had an absolutely brilliant year. Um, you enjoy playing with him first of all with Ballyhale this year. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, you enjoy playing with your brothers. You know, um, it's a special moment uh, sharing the field with them. Like so. Um, yeah. No, in fairness, him, he's, he's after putting in a, a huge amount of effort this year. Um, you know, got got himself himself right. Uh, so he's in great physical condition like so um, yeah no in fairness to him he's definitely putting in, in a huge amount of effort so um, I, I suppose it's paying off but look he still has to go and uh, prove himself the next day um, and see what that takes him and can you look forward to a game like this Adrian and I asked that in the sense that do you just kind of want to get out on the pitch the moment you know you're about to play in an all Ireland final because there is such a build up to it or, or do you kind of take it all in and know that you're part of something that is like bigger than you and bigger than the club even um, no I suppose you wouldn't really as a player you wouldn't really be thinking like that like you know you, you, you have just uh, that um, tunnel vision I suppose and you know, you're kind of coming up to the game a few days before you're kind of visualising more than anything instead of getting sidetracked by uh, what the night outside of, outside of the game like so um, no, you would. I suppose you wouldn't really be looking too far to it. Like you just want to get out there and and you know play the game. Like so, um, yeah. And then moving on to the Kilkenny side of things, Derek Ling, of course, is the new manager. Have you had any contact with him so far? And are you looking forward to kind of reintegrating yourself into that setup? Um, yeah, really looking forward to getting back in there. Um, but yeah, I've only talked to him, I'd say once or twice over the phone. Like so. Um, fairness, Derek. He's been he's been sound. Like he's he's he uh, he understands we have the club campaign. Like so, he's leaving us um, to the club. So uh, yeah, he's been sound that way. And yeah, looking forward to joining up with him after. 
course yourself in the Ballyhale Shamrocks lads at this stage kind of know what it's like to join in with the Kilkenny panel a little bit later in the season is that tough at all at the start or is it any different to what the other players would have been who were there since right from the off I suppose uh, to be honest I think we have we have it easier than them like they have to uh, go through a full pre-season and uh, you know all we, all we have to do is uh, go out and play a few games so uh, I, th- I think they have a small bit tougher and it's funny that you mentioned the, the the games that you have to play. You seem to be one of those players that are not few and far between, but who's playing all year round without ever getting a break. Is that tough at all? Maybe not physically, because you're obviously in incredible condition, but mentally at all, is, is it tough that you never get the opportunity to switch off? Uh, no, I wouldn't say tough because um, obviously we're doing we're doing what we love do what we love to do. Like so, uh, I wouldn't call it tough now. To be honest. Um, Look, like we're we're so privileged to be in a position that we are. Um, you know, we get to go out and train over Christmas. Like, uh, looking forward to an All Ireland final in in uh, in January. Like, so I think we're in a in a privileged position now. To be honest. And if I can just kind of move away from the here and now, and if I can take you back to when you were first called into the Kilkenny panel, because I remember you just completely burst onto the scene. How did that come about initially, and what was the feeling like when you knew you were going to be a senior intercounty player for Kilkenny, which I'm sure was your dream since you were a young lad? Yeah, I suppose it's uh, probably um, every young lad's dream in Kilkenny, you know. Um, but look, we obviously had a, a very good. Um, year with the club that year and uh, look off the, off the back of a few uh, good performances um, I suppose yeah Brian just called me in like so um, obviously I think I was 19 at the time I was, I was raring to go like um, and I think yeah the, I think the club campaign that year uh, finished around uh, St. Patrick's Day like so I dragged on a, a fair bit like so after that uh, just went back in train with Kilkenny and yeah, I just raring to go um, ever since. And I know obviously you've enjoyed it ever since, but how have you found that you yourself individually have progressed within Kilkenny? Have you become more vocal, more of a leader as it's gone on? Has your role changed at all, not just on the pitch, but I suppose outside of it? Um, I wouldn't say it's changed, no, to be honest. Uh, I'm still just the, the same the same player and the same person um, as I first came, came into the panel, like so. No, I don't think my role has changed too much. Um, just was every, every trend you just have to um, bring bring and reach the standards that are expected of you. And uh, I suppose that's why I try to do, and that's that's why every player tries to do it in, inside the setup. And as I mentioned, I know it's probably something that you've always wanted to do, and it, and it is truly a dream come true. But are there difficult parts being an intercounty player, not not the hurling itself or being involved in the panel? I'm sure that's great, but the, that surrounded that kind of are irritations more than anything. Um, I I wouldn't think so. No. Um, <laughs> it's like so the increase, I suppose play. what I'm trying to get, like there's an increased pressure what comes with being an intercounty player and more of a spotlight and that. Is that tough to deal with initially? Oh, well, yeah, there's definitely pressure, but um, I suppose you kind of have to accept that pressure and you know kind of love that pressure, like you know, because um, it's like when there's pressure around, um, that's when you need to perform at the best, and I suppose that's what every sports person. So what I want to do is perform at the best, like so. Um, now you just have to meet that head on, I suppose, and do as best you can. 
Well, Adrian, it was great chatting with you and we wish you the very best luck with everything in 2023. And first off, I suppose, is that all earned final with the night? So hopefully you'll be bringing it back again. Yeah, lovely. Thanks very much. Thank you. I'm delighted to be joined by Ballyhale Shamrocks hurler Joey Holden ahead of the AIB GAA All-Ireland Hurling Senior Club Championship Final which takes place this Sunday January 22nd at Crow Park at half past one. The AIB GAA All-Ireland Club Championships feature some of hashtag the toughest players from communities all across Ireland. It is these very communities that the players represent that make the AIB GAA All-Ireland Club Championships unique. Now in its 32nd year supporting the GAA Club Championships AIB is extremely proud to once again celebrate the communities that play such a role in sustaining our national games. Joey, how are things? Ah, not too bad, no. Um, Robert, sorry, looking forward to the weekend, so getting ready for that. Yeah, I mean, you must be looking forward to it now. Another All-Ireland Club Championship final um, to prepare for how preparation's been, first and foremost. Uh, good, yeah. We've, I suppose after the Belly Gunner game, we, we enjoyed a bit of downtime over Christmas, but managed that with a bit of... Um, training as well but um, since January now it's been a build up to, to the 22nd which is where we want to perform but other than that yeah things have been going pretty well and what was the feeling it's not the feeling but what has the period been like since the Ballygunner win up to now do, do you kind of have it meticulously planned out in the sense that you're going to obviously enjoy your Christmas and then come back in the new year or or how has that period been like because it has been quite a time since you defeated uh, Ballygunner in the semi-final um, I think it's just managing players as best we can that everybody's still enjoying their hurling. But like Christmas is a very important time for communities and families to um, get together and that sort of thing. So making sure players have downtime as well. Um, when you have that bit of a gap, like it would be different if the final was on January the 4th, for example. But there is that bit of time to start building up towards January 2nd. So um, it's, I think it was important to, I suppose, have that time with your families. But listen within the players everyone's at the back of everyone's head was the was the final and I suppose when January came around we were mad to get back going and uh, and get preparations in place so that we're well prepared and well prepped and uh, ready for the final on Sunday and just just to go back to the Bally Gunner game was, was it Christmas I suppose is an obvious answer to this question but was it all the more enjoyable because you did get that over the line you had a final to look forward to yeah, absolutely. It's as we said it all year that semi-finals are just for winning, not not so much about performances, but they're about winning. We knew that we'd need performance against Ballyvonner because such is the quality of their outfit. But um, it was very satisfying. Any time you win a semi-final to get on Ireland is is unbelievable. So um, to get through them and, and look forward to a final, it's very very um, enjoyable. But I suppose it'll be more enjoyable if you can finish the job, and, and that's the challenge that lies ahead. Did you feel as though that Ballygunner performance more so than the result? Obviously, the result, as you said, is the most critical thing, but the actual performance itself was your most complete one since the county championship. Yeah, probably. I suppose we started to see a small bit in um, Leinster. Um, I suppose you look at the Nays, where we didn't have a great first half. Kilmacud, where we had a very poor second half. But So looking back on that game, I thought the first half maybe even flattered us that we were that far ahead. And, Maybe we got three points after half time and lads maybe switched off a bit, but just shows the quality of these teams that if you switch off for even five minutes, it's very hard to get back into games. So you have to be um, on the ball the whole time. But I suppose that was the challenge that we knew we'd have to put in a 60-minute performance against Ballygunner to be competitive, let alone win. Um, and we did that and we got over the line. But just because you do one 60-minute performance doesn't naturally mean that you're going to get a 60-minute performance the next day. We have to work hard, prepare well 
and try to put two halves together in the biggest day of them all, which is in Crow Park on Sunday. And just to kind of stick with the Ballygunner game, I will come on to the all Ireland final against Dunloy, of course, but was there, and I was speaking to you before that game, was there an extra edge? There seemed to be in your performance, I must say, just observing it, because of what happened last year. I think I spoke to Evan Shefflin, Owen Cody, Adrian Mullen over the last couple of weeks, and they all admitted that there probably was because of the nature of the defeat in the all Ireland final. Would you agree with that, and was that a reason why you were able to put in a 60-minute performance? Um, I think naturally. I think naturally any time you, you lose to a team, you get a natural kind of kick or a natural kind of revenge because it's so fresh in your mind and um, and that sort of thing. But um, I don't know if it was ultimately the the reason that we won, um, but it did give us some motivation. It was, it was definitely a factor. Um, but that doesn't, just because you've been bet before, doesn't naturally mean that you're going to turn up and win. You still have to tick all the boxes and prepare as best you can. And I think that's what, helped us all right it helped us put in that performance and, and give us that extra bit of edge and so there was an edge to our performance that um that helped us get over the line and was there an extra satisfaction that came with that win or did it just feel like any all in semi-final victory uh, listen anytime you win a, a club all in semi-final if you're lucky enough to be in them and being realistic not everybody gets to get to a club all in senior final so anytime you win one of them there's a massive satisfaction probably a bit extra there the way the way the things were the way things happened the year before but um, listen to get to an All-Ireland final that's what the ultimate goal was regardless of who we were playing and we all we have now is a chance a 50-50 chance to, to be All-Ireland champions and, and that's what the goal is now And you say a 50-50 chance but I mean amongst many people you'll be the favourites going into this one against Unlike how do you approach that game do you, do you take that into account at all is there an extra pressure as players or as a collective to the fact that maybe you are hotly fancy to, to go on and win the All-Ireland or do you take notice of that at all uh, not really like we don't decide who who's favourites or that sort of thing that's not up to us um, you know and I suppose with regards to pressure too it, it, it's still a game of hurling regardless of whether you're supposed to win or not you have to go out and perform and um Put out your put your best foot forward. Look, they'll have fifteen strong players, and you'd be a fool to think like what Dunloy have done against St Thomas is that that was a flash in the pan. It wasn't because they bet Slot Neil the time before that, and they've been they've been fairly dominant in Antrim as well, winning a lot of titles there in the last number of years. So like they've proven time and time again that they're well able to perform at the top level. So um, they'll have fifteen immensely strong players up against their fifteen strong players, and. And whoever comes on, whoever's lucky to come on, but we have to prepare our panel, our one to thirty-six or thirty-seven, um, as best we can, and that's what drives us on to get all that team, everyone firing to the one goal to try to get to All Ireland. So that's what that's what lies ahead. Do you worry at all that obviously I think you'll just take it on as you said but from a Dunloy point of view that they'll have an added incentive because they are such underdogs amongst many people and as you rightfully said um, you know they defeated St Thomas's. he obviously defeated them last year in this All-Ireland semi-final but both of those games were very competitive they defeated Slocknail to win Ulster do you feel as though they'll use that as motivation and you'll see an extra edge to their performance do you ever think about that at all? Not really. I don't. I don't think you can start delving into what other teams' motivations are. What you can delve into is the way they play and the players that they have, and try to just, um, I suppose, educate yourself on how you can stop them. Um, but listen, if you're delving into what motivates them, you're you're really on off the off the track. Um, that's not our job. Our job is to motivate ourselves and obviously prepare and 
see if we can find a weakness or a strength that we can stop in their performance. That's what we'll do, all right. But ultimately, it's not their motivation. It's their motivation that decides how we play. Uh, and that's what we have to focus on. So we wouldn't delve in too much into theirs. What's the week like in the build-up to an All-Ireland final, Joe? Is all of this stuff doing interviews and, you know, the different things that come with it, are, are they kind of things that you just have to get out of the way and concentrate as much on the preparations? Is it any way different to any other game? Uh, listen, the build-up to an All-Ireland final week is, is, is very special. Um, like, you have to do these interviews, but I think it, it's great in a way because it gives exposure to the club game and you're talking about the AIB toughest championship it certainly is and you're getting to play teams that you might never play generally if this competition wasn't there so it's fantastic in that regard and to hear other people's thoughts and hear the different exposures that I think that's a fantastic thing but um, in regards once all we really concentrate is what we do on the training field and this is kind of a week where you can't win the All-Ireland, but you, you could certainly lose it in regards if, if you're just lackadaisical and going through the motions um, in training, even though you might be playing physical games. Um, that's where your mindset starts to go already. So, yes, you can only win the game on Sunday at half one, but you can certainly start to lose it or start to train of, of losing the game if you're just going through the motions in training this week. And it's your fourth All-Ireland final appearance in a row. Does experience as a team and as individuals count for anything in a game like this? Um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Do you know, like, is I don't know. All Ireland final day is a big game, but is it any bigger than the All Ireland semi final? You know, up in Crow Park. So Dunlay have been in there and they've won it. We've been there and we've won it. So we both have experience of playing big games in Crow Park. I think just because it's a final, does it add a bit more? I'm not too sure. So I don't know if that experience will, will win, will give us much of an edge. I think. Both teams have won a lot of games in order to get to the final, so they'll be using that as a confidence builder rather than saying, OK, they were there last year, so they're going to win. That's I don't think it works like that. And this year, of course, history was made for the Shamrocks becoming the first team in Kilkenny to win five consecutive senior county titles, went on to win four Leinsters in a row, and now you're going for a remarkable third All-Ireland out of the last four. Do you think about building on this side particularly this the legacy that you have because you're undisputedly one of the greatest club sides of all time but do, do you ever think about constantly building on that I, when I spoke to Adrian Mullen he did say that the county championship he thought about it but do you think about it beyond that maybe no I don't think so I think that I suppose the goal at the start of the year when the lads came in was to try to get and we talked about it we did say the opportunity is there to, to win a five in a row in Kenny and that was certainly talked about and discussed and just like and said, what an opportunity! Like it doesn't, not that it adds more pressure. Like there's still there's still massive pressure there, and there's still the butterflies and the nerves. Even playing in Kenny Championship games, you know, like there's still that there. But what an opportunity! Why not? If that can give you an extra motivation to dig deeper, well then let, let's use it. And I think that's what we've done maybe throughout the championship. But after that, we wouldn't like you wouldn't have spoke about getting to a Leinster final or win a Leinster final or win all Ireland. Um, once the Kenny Championship's over, yes, you prepare for them games, but um, the goal would have been to try and be competitive with Kilkenny and seek me win it and get that five in a row in the 50th year of the club. That was, that was special. Where does the constant hunger stem from, Joy? Because I know you'll say maybe it's a natural thing or whatever, but what you're doing really is we've never really seen anything like it before. How do you just keep going year in, year out at the highest level? Um, I think there's a, a very competitive nature within within the players that are there and I suppose them younger lads and 
bit of freshness mixed in with that. But I suppose when what we're maybe good at is maybe switching off when, when we have downtime, we enjoy the downtime and maybe do something different. But do whatever you need to do to take a break and that when you come down to the field that you're fresh, that you're enjoying it and that you are motivated because there's, you can only take a couple of players or maybe three or four that are unmotivated that can bring stuff down and people are giving out. So if you don't, if you're not motivated, take the break, take the bit of downtime, get the love back and do whatever you need to do. And, and, and that's what it is because when we come down, come together, everybody working together to get that goal. And I, I think that's important. I think, I think Henry spoke to us before one of the matches and he, when when the lads brought him in, they just said, "Don't forget to do this together. Like you're not, you're going to try and compete as an individual and mark your man, but don't forget to always do this together. Do this as a, a Shamrocks team." And just a quick word on Kilkenny. Obviously, you lifted Dalee McCarthy in 2015 as Kilkenny captain after the defeat of Galway in the final. We haven't won one since. Um, how do you would you assess the early stages of Derek Ling's tenure in charge of Kilkenny and do you think we're any closer to uh, ending that gap eight years now yeah um, it's far too long alright we've been close maybe and got to the final in 16 and 19 but didn't get over the line um, but yeah the, the vibes seem to be good um, listen I, I wouldn't ask the players too much because I know what's like being in that situation they don't want to answer any questions but you just get the vibe that there's a lot of freshness and there's a lot of um, happy lads in there that everything is blank canvas you know I have a chance here to get my place on the panel get my place in the team and they're, they've brought in plenty of lads they've scoured the county for any at all levels of junior intermediate and senior to get the, to get as many players in there and get them exposure and see how they perform um, some, I was at the Offaly game where there was some good performances there but you have to be realistic like them, the lads would have only had maybe two hurling sessions under their belt so um, it'll be a building process but it'll be interesting to see you now who they can unearth during the league but hopefully um, Limerick again look very strong but if, if Limerick have an off day any of the other teams would be putting their hat up and say yes we can do it but um, you'd be very hopeful after the Ireland final that maybe they can use that experience to Kenny and kick on for this year maybe use that hurt and that revenge mission throughout the year but Inter-County is a long season let's not get too carried away let's just start to build and see can we um, provide or get a strong panel and a strong team together and do you think there'll be a natural freshness to the entire panel because there's a new management team in place yeah certainly I think so yeah and it, it's just maybe just a different approach or a different way of viewing things or, or that's just even if it's a mindset you know it can be a small little thing that can change it um, but I'd say certainly yeah, there'll be a freshness going in there because it'll be like there'll be lots of new lads in there so that'll bring its own freshness so lots of new faces lots of new people to get to know and everybody will be fighting hard to get onto the panel just because you're there before. You don't know what Derek is thinking. You don't know what, whether he likes you as a hurler or not. You have to show that to him that you're, you're, you're ready, you're willing to be part of this panel that's going forward. So what a challenge for the lads to just make the challenge and showcase the best of their ability. They've, they're in there because they perform well with their clubs and now they just have to go in and showcase their ability to Derek and the team and say, put their hand up and say, pick me. And finally, Joy, before I let you go, do you ever miss the inter-county side of things? Uh, I think there's always a party that might miss it, you know. It's, it's such a such a thing to represent Kilkenny in them big games. But listen, I, I know my time was done. Uh, I think the the level of training and stuff that they're doing now is is a level that I wouldn't be up at anyway. But um, certainly it's it's, incur- it's enjoyable to watch them, watch the games because you, you still have friends that are involved and there's still plenty of Ballyhale as that we can cheer on. So it's important that just because you're gone you can still put your bum in the seat or, 
or even watching on the telly, support them lads uh, as best you can because everybody in Kilkenny wants to see that cup going back to the north um, for a homecoming sometime very soon, hopefully. Well, Joey, hopefully you'll be coming back north side with the All-Ireland Club Championship on Sunday. We wish you the very best of luck against Dunlane the final and thanks ever so much for speaking to me today. Thanks, Robert. And you're very welcome back to Friday Night Score. I'm with myself, Eddie Scally, in the hot seat. And of course, this weekend is the club All-Ireland Hurling final weekend, the senior finals. And we're delighted, of course, our own Ballyhale Shamrocks. Shamrocks Ballyhale will be facing Dunloy of Antrim in this year's club All-Ireland final. And joining me on the line is Ballyhale's manager, Pat Hoban. Pat, thanks a million for taking the call this evening. Very welcome. Pat, it's exciting times. I you know, it was before Christmas, I suppose, the the, the elation of, of, of the Ballygunner win. It, it feels like a long time ago now. Yeah, it's a month. Uh, it's um, definitely, I suppose, with the Christmas break and all of the excitement that goes with that, it does, it does seem a while back, all right. And the, the Ballygunner game, uh, Pat, I know there was a lot of, you know, I won't say there was a lot of tension in it, but Ballygunner were kind of touted as favourites or joint favourites to win the All-Ireland club I'm sure it was a game that was targeted by all your players and by yourself as you know a, a massive massive game sometimes when you come out of a win like that you can kind of get that little bit of a hangover has the, the reaction been very strong since the game or how's everybody been? The um, I suppose the break of a month has been a help in that regard there was huge excitement at winning it and um, I wasn't involved last February but you know, it meant a lot of the, for the lads to get back and, and, and put the record straight per se. So we gave them the break over Christmas. They had a good few nights out, a chance to spend time with their friends and family. And I think by, you know, by the turn of the new year, they were more than happy to get back into training. And just with the, the the Christmas break itself, I you know I'd, I'd spoken to a few of the players kind of off the record, just chatting to them, see how they're feeling themselves. But you know, with with the whole series over Christmas, previously these club all Ireland's, you know, you'd be playing the all Ireland semi final around this time of the year, and the final would be more into March. Did did you do a couple of sessions kind of in that period, twenty fifth, twenty sixth December time, or did you just let the lads have a couple of days no, to themselves? No, we gave them the, the full uh, Christmas week off. Uh, by then, I think lads were glad to get the. A bit of a run out and get 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 the booze out of the system and all of that, but no, it, it worked out really well. I think the the final after Christmas, if they don't ever get it back to the to the calendar year, I think this format is as good as you're going to get outside of that. Because at least if you win a semi final, you've something to plan for, and if you lose it, well, you know the the year is finished at that point. Yeah, so it, it, it wouldn't cause the massive headache that some people might think that you, you have that little break that you can take a week and get three weeks back in training again. Yeah, and you know, you have a lot of students as well involved in the way their calendar is set up. A lot of them are only going back to college next week. So it's been great that since we didn't have guys having to travel from Limerick and Dublin as much as you would in the normal uh, season. So it worked out really well. And, and Pat... Before I talk to you about your own panel, Dunloy's win over St Thomas's, you know, watch the game. I was very impressed by them myself, but I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you I was very surprised to see them winning the game. I would have expected St Thomas's to be meeting, and I'm not being disrespectful to Dunloy in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I thought St Thomas's were raging favourites going into that game. Uh, for whatever reason, Dunloy were the better team on the day and deservedly won. You know, is there a risk? in some cases that, that, that some players may take their eye off the ball a little bit and say it's not St Thomas's or is that something you've been drilling home that these boys are here on merit? Yeah, well, we're hoping St Thomas's did us a favour in that regard and that, you know, I, I, I know from the work we've done since that they put a lot of 
work into that game and unfortunately it didn't happen for him on the day and that was really down to Dunlai's game plan their pace their forwards you know defensively they're very well set up so look we've been well warned we've had time to do a good bit of research on them um, so there's no complacency and uh, you know the best team will definitely win yeah no and just looking at the Ballyhale setup itself and Ballyhale players um, you know always when you come to All-Ireland final stages Pat you, the rumours come out of everywhere I think everyone on the team at this stage has at least got one broken leg uh, from the, story, the stories that you'd be hearing but are you going in with a full deck of cards or how, how are things looking? Uh, we, we have picked up a couple of knocks uh, we lost two lads in the semi-final the injuries and obviously we, they've been rehabbing and trying to get back Um I suppose if there is a challenge in managing a month off, it's it's the balance between playing hard games, training hard, and trying to mind lads. So you do pick up a couple of knocks. Yes, we have picked up a couple of knocks, but at this point, um, we're picking from a full day. No, fingers crossed that 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 will hopefully work out that way. And Pat, before I let you go. You know, it, it, sometimes I think the achievements of this group of players and and the management team that are with you there this year as well, I think sometimes it can be overlooked. Uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks has five county titles in a row, another Leinster title in the bag this year, and into another All Ireland final. It's 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 your first year in the post. Um, you know, congratulations first of all on on what has been a wonderful year, and well done to you and your backroom team. But highlights for yourself during the year so far. Obviously, we can't talk about Sunday as a highlight yet. But for yourself in that job, it was a, it was a I, I'd say yeah, well, I suppose the, the, the biggest highlight was getting the opportunity, and I'm just saying that you know it's a huge, huge, huge honour. As you said, to, to get a chance to work with players of this calibre. Um, from a games perspective, you know, the league was was up and down for us. We were waiting for players to come back. We had some great games. I mean, I think the, the county semi final with Tullerone was a cracker of a game, and the county final, obviously, to win it was. 14 men for 30 minutes was a, was a fantastic win as well and then I suppose the, to, to hang on against Kilmacud and to perform like they did against Ballygunner like just huge number of highlights and some great games and great scores and uh, he was looking at a stat there I think they've scored 17 goals and 183 points in seven matches or so that's not bad shooting <laughs> no it, it surely isn't bad shooting Pat um, but like just when you kind of wring it off your tongue there uh, you know like everybody gets involved in these sports for, for, for great days out and great memories and for, for you yourself and, and I know you, you speak very highly on how proud you are to be given the opportunity to manage the Shamrocks Valley Hill but genuinely this you know this must be a great buzz for yourself heading into Crow Park this weekend oh an absolute privilege um, a few of my friends went off skiing last week there that I'd normally be with. So it was a, they, were, they were sending me back all these pictures, but look, you trade it all to be in the position I am. We've been very lucky this season, but this is our fourth game in Crow Park in a row, which is, I'd say, unique. So we hope that experience will stand to the lads as well. So it's, 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 it's just fantastic to be involved, yeah. No, fingers crossed. Pat, from everybody here in KCLR, we'd be there in Crow Park. We'd be calling all the action live on the radio, but we'd be obviously as biased as you can humanly possibly be in, in any game but, but from us all I just want to wish you the, the very best of luck and congratulations for your achievements and the team achievements to date and just hopefully we can get one more memory Yeah hopefully that's the plan and again thanks Eddie and thanks to the lads for the, all the coverage during the year um, great support for everybody so 
Thank you. Brilliant. No, that is, of course, Pat Hoban, Ballyhale Shamrocks manager, and we wish Pat and all his team the very best wishes this weekend going into the All Ireland final against Dunlight, which will be live here on KCLR. I'm with Ballyhale halfback Evan Shefflin to look ahead to their All Ireland final meeting um, with Dunlight. Evan, looking forward to it now, I suppose. It's been a couple of weeks since the semi final win against Ballygunner. Uh, brilliant victory that was. Yeah, uh, it's nice to come into New Year looking forward to another in final. Um, good win over Body Gunner just for Christmas, you know, it really helped with the Christmas. Um, obviously, we enjoyed ourselves over Christmas as well, so that was good as well. But uh, yeah, like I said, brilliant way to go into 2023 with another in final to forward to. And just to reflect on that performance against Bally Gunner, it seemed to be the most complete performance of the year I think um, you know you played well maybe in the first half in some games second half in others but it seemed to be an extra level attached to that game was, was that something that you thought about consciously ahead of the other in the semi-final yeah well like, if you look at our two matches before that like the first half against Nace was bad but the second half was better and then we were good in the first half against Kilmacud and we were bad in the second half so that's what we were looking, looking to do put two halves together that were decent and up to standard and thankfully we did that look the scoreboard probably didn't reflect how dominant we were at times there we could have got a couple more goals but again look that's just down to the quality of Stephen McKeith on the goal so um, yeah we were happy with how that went and uh, being able to get two good halves together was, was really good to get to was it extra special considering the all Ireland final last year, which was spoken about a lot, or how do you approach that as a team? Do you mention it in the build-up to it, and in the aftermath, does it add that extra bit because you have defeated a team that, that stopped you in the all Ireland final in 2022? A small bit, but I think uh, Pat Hoban said it himself there after the match. It was more about getting back to an all Ireland final. It wasn't really about beating Bally Gunner. It was about getting back to the all Ireland final where we lost last year and righting that wrong. So I think yeah, look, it's, it's nice to beat the Ireland champions, but at the end of the day, we wanted to be back in the Ireland final. Whether it was Thomas's or Dunloy or Ballygunner, we'd be in semi-final. That's all we were focused on, was to get into a final, and look, we're delighted that we got, got the opportunity to. And now it is, of course, Dunloy in the final. You'll be heavy favourites going into that one. Do you take much note of that, that maybe there's that added bit of pressure that Dunloy are such underdogs? Or, again, how do you go about preparing for this game? Because, of course, you have been involved in a fair few of these over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think preparation is the same. Look, the older lads there, they, they, this is probably their 15th or 20th dollar in the final between Kilkenny and club. Like, so a lot of lads know how to prepare for the final as well. And look, like talking about Dunloy, they, they best Loch Neal and Stock Neal ran us to the wire a couple of years ago. So like we're under no illusions that they are going to be a serious outfit. And if we're not up to standards, we're not going to win, simple as that. Can you look forward to it, or is there kind of do n- are nerves attached in the build-up? How how are you kind of mentally ahead of such a big game? Uh, I think I think there's no reason to be nervous about something like this. You know, um, 2022 was a weird one in Ballyhale. You know, we had such great highs and then such low lows. So I think people are. are um, like they're very fortunate and they're grateful at the fact that we get to go up to Crow Park again in January to fight for an Ireland final so look obviously we will maybe on the day or the day before make it a small bit nervous but the feeling around is a good one and look we wanted to keep it that way now going into the Ireland and then hopefully after Ireland so yeah all, all good so far anyway and just finally, Evan, a word on Pat Holman. He's come in this year. Um, how important has he and his management team been in terms of getting you back to another All-Ireland final? Uh, massive. You know, uh, 
you kind of felt small but stale kind of after last year or like you wouldn't really know where to go with yourself after a loss like that you know whether it was just unlucky or whether like there was something else different we could have done so a bit of freshness it's all, it's always good you know so I think the lads coming in was always going to be a good thing but you know the level that they brought like Niall with his fitness and then Jimmy with his hurling and his tactics as well like so you know like all three of them brought something new to the table and it really helped us kind of bring up a small an extra level and you could see that throughout Kilkenny and through Leinster and again the last day against Bally Gunner like you know tactically we're probably better set up than we ever have been so you know they have brought something extra and like, we're delighted to have them Well thanks a million for speaking to me today Evan and best wishes for the All-Ireland Final hopefully we'll be chatting to you after a victory